Hi, and welcome to the Basketball Podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, and Miranda. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Hey, how's it going? So I have to add a caveat. Liza has a really bad cold, and Miranda's in Tucson, mm-hmm. and Adam is still in New Jersey, which is, we don't let him leave, <laughs> so, you know, that's going to stay that way. So I'm in New Jersey, that. but I'm mentally in Walt Disney World, like always, and right? We have a quick show tonight. We're just going to talk about some news. And actually, I don't think there's one part of this news that isn't going to elicit sarcasm. So let's start with the most happy thing so far. The thing that I am not personally looking forward to, hugs. Miranda, go ahead. Hugs are back. I'm with you, though. Okay, Ooh. listen. I love it when my kids can run up to their favorite character and give them a big hug. But in my brain, I cannot stop myself from thinking about, like, all the other kids that have possibly wiped their nose on that character's fur. (laughs) But hugs are back coming by April 18th. All of the Disney products. So that includes Disney World, Disneyland, um, cruise lines, all of those. You're going to be able to get your up close and personal time with your favorite characters. No more of your social distancing. No more Pooh Bear on the Hill waving at you. Um, mm. So I'm really interested. Um, you guys, maybe we should put a poll up somewhere. I put a poll on my social media to see, like, are you team hugs? Are you team social distance? And I have to say that, like, I don't love all the social distancing measures, but I'm not really mad about this one. And, you know, I I guess it's fine if it comes back, but I kind of liked it. It made, I feel like it was less pressure at character dining. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I, I think that, I think that it allowed you to eat without being interrupted, which yeah. I was never a big fan of, even when my kids were really little, I thought, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really into this. I feel so. like we would spend like a significant portion of our meal sometimes being like, okay, are we ready? Is everybody yeah. looking cute? Do we have our pin out for our autograph? Is the camera ready? Don't put a bite yeah. of food in your mouth right now. Wait, no, he's going to that table, not this. Okay, hold on. We're next. Okay. But yeah. when I was just there and they had character dining, we went to Tusker House and you would actually get up from your table and walk over where the character was and stand in front of the character and then take the picture. When and then did wait that a, start? That's what happened when I was just there. That's and so, cool. yeah, last I mean, we that's there, an that's interruption there and they, mm-hmm. because they can't even come to your table. They're standing yeah. in the middle of the room. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you want to see them, you've got to actually get up from your table and walk over there. And then do all of that. Right. You know, now, if you right. don't want to see them, you can just shoo them away. But then what's the point of the character meal? You know what I mean? Right. Who shoos them away? I've never seen anybody I've shoo. Seen, I've seen people not participate. I will say we were at Garden Grill like about a couple of weeks ago. I went down and had like a little girl's trip. And, oh, okay, just a quick update. Garden Grill, I liked it. I'm not a big I fan. I love of- garden girl yes yes why was it so good it was it was actually delicious and for what you were getting i I wasn't going there for like fancier food i was just going there my my friend wanted oh i'll tell you why we were there my friend wanted to see rick springfield okay this is gonna be like a detour but that's okay it's a short show we can we can put one in besides this is my special night and you guys will find out at the end of the show why (laughs) um I'm pregnant. No, <laughs> kidding. Um, no. When you go to these festivals, they often will have musical acts. And to get priority seeing, which, funny story, there was a fight that broke out. 
at the Wait a minute. Um, there was a fight at Rick Springfield? Yes. Wait, for front no. seats? Yes. <laughs> okay, so I will go into it. Okay, first of all, there's lots to unpack here. So you buy the dining package, and I have never been to Garden Girl, and I wasn't looking forward to it because the people I knew who liked Garden Girl, frankly, were people who didn't like good food, right? They're like people who like really good food. Yes. So I thought, yeah, so I thought, I'm not going to enjoy this. But I went because I wanted, you know, to get the priority seating because my friend Kim, who listens to the show, I knew that Kim wanted to get up front, and I did not want to wait like three or four hours, which I had heard you know, you you could the lines were going all the way to Italy from the American Pavilion. So it was pretty intense. Right. So we we ate there. It was really, really good. We had the best waiter ever and um, just had a great experience. But the characters were just kind of like peeking behind the seat. You know, Mickey would come by and he'd be like, hey, and then he'd leave. I mean, it was it was not the same as when they come up to we the table. We didn't even get Mickey that. Yeah, we were there oh, like yeah. almost a year ago to the day. And I'm like not exaggerating that it was a drive by drive by. It was kind of a drive by for sure. I mean, they did stop and take pictures and Kim got a couple of good pictures and maybe she'll post them on the Facebook group. She really had fun. And I think also for somebody like Kim, she's coming from Canada. And so it's a lot more difficult for her to get down there. So she really wanted those character pictures and they took their time. Me and my friend Christina were like, mm, more mashed potatoes, please. Anyway, so good weekend. So we did go see Rick Springfield. And I had never gone to any of these concerts that they have because there's never anyone there that, you know, I really want to see. And I was on the phone one night talking to Kim and she was like, hey, are you going to be down in Disney? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going the first weekend in March. And she said, oh, I might come down and see Rick Springfield. And I thought she was teasing about it. Like I thought there's no way she's going to come down to see Rick Springfield. Right. But she did. She's a massive fan. So here's what I learned about that. One, Rick Springfield is 72 years old. He's still looking pretty good. I mean, he's holding it together. He is a very thin person. I guess he practices Yoda. Yoda. Yoga, not Yoda. Um, anyway, he practices yoga and he's all into, you know, health and fitness. He put on a pretty good show. I mean, you know, he you have to hand it to the guy. You know, he's out there making money, taking care of his family. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't bad. It was a little weird. And, and as my kids would say, cringy, because, um, you know, there was an argument. There was like a fight. This lady <laughs> came. She wasn't. Part, I know that's the part y'all are waiting for. Right. She wasn't part of the priority seating. And she went and sat there and uh, it got ugly and they had to security and she wouldn't leave. And finally she had to leave. And then there was a big space between Kim and the lady next to her. And I, I was, I got there a little later than Kim and I'm like, kind of, you know, sitting down, this lady got really mean with me. So it was definitely a crowd that was intense, you know, about having that experience, but we were right up front and I'm pretty sure he winked at Kim. So, oh my anyway. gosh. Did he like do a lot of dance moves? Was he dancing? She moves. She had some moves. She brought out these long stemmed red roses, roses and he started throwing the petals around oh, and stuff. Oh no. And, nice. Yeah, I don't no. know if that's like part of his thing. And he had Ew. different guitars for different songs. They were nice uh-huh. looking guitars. I don't know anything about guitars, but. You know, there were there were people there who were way into it. There were like seven or eight ladies in the front row who were they were serious. One kept doing devil's horns, which we thought was kind of funny because like it's Rick Springfield. It's not like, you know, 
I don't know, some hair band from the <laughs> 80s, you know. It's Rick Springfield, and she's, like, dancing away. It's, like, not Ozzy Osbourne. It's I Rick know, right? Springfield. It's Rick Springfield. This sounds Your like my idea of it. hell. <laughs> it was an experience. I sat there with my hands in my lap because I am – have you ever seen um, – Guardians of the Galaxy, when Drax talks about his wife never dancing, the most melodic music in the world could play, and I wouldn't even tap my feet. I might tap. Yes. I don't dance. Anyway, I love that line. I do, too. Anyway, so, so yeah, guys, go and have that experience. It was really fun, and get the dining package. What is next? So we talked about hugs. Any any thoughts on hugs? Adam, are you looking forward to hugs? I, um, I don't really do the meet and greets because it's kind of awkward especially with yeah. the face characters which are the ones that are like not in costume or, or i should say not with like a suit around their face yeah. um the princesses yeah. and such uh i Agreed. do but i do believe that it's it is a rite of passage for any child to you know hug mickey mouse or a princess or something so i um although it doesn't really you know it's not for me per se i understand mm-hmm. the importance of it I wonder um, what's going to happen the first time a kid sneezes in Cinderella's face when they're going to make a hug or something. Are they going to like, is Cinderella going to have to go off stage? I wonder what the protocol is going to be for that kind of, because, you know, like, I mean, we're all thinking about that now. We didn't think about it two two plus years ago, but now we are. So, um, and even the, even the, the, the the regular characters i don't know what the word is the 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 stuffed ones big <laughs> head shielded, shielded characters <laughs> i've heard them called big, big head, head characters um a friend of mine is a a friend of mine is one of those characters and they were telling me that they could not wear masks underneath uh this is a spoiler alert here if there's children listening they could not wear masks underneath the headpiece because it would if it um, first of all, it's too hot, but if it got above their eyes, they wouldn't be able to pull it down because their hands aren't able to touch oh, their face yeah. inside the suit. But they've got a big mask on. I know. Well, apparently they still would have needed a mask inside the suit. Oh, uh, they would have made them. Yeah, there's like perforations. Okay. Yeah. So that okay, was I like, have so many questions specifically about the heat and the sweat. Are there fans uh, inside of these? <laughs> No, but they get, I mean, they're only on stage for like 15, 20 minutes at a time, I think, and then they go off. The weird at thing. 99 she, degrees and yeah, 5,000% yeah. humidity. The weird thing she told me was, though, that they don't like disinfect the head. No! So when you give it to the oh, next person working. No! <gasps> deal breaker. Yeah. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. But anyway, that's why we do what we do and they do what they do, I guess, right? Someone needs to yeah. speak to their union representative. Well, that's the, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's all figured out already. <laughs> but anywho, I like so moral of the story is it's, I don't um, meet and greets. You know, I'm glad they're coming back because it's important for for a percentage of people that like that. Do you know who's looking forward to hugs? Oh God. That's right, this guy. Me too. Um, I'm happy they're coming back. I want more high fives than I do want hugs. Um, but the one thing I'm disappointed about is without hugs and with social distancing, lines seem to go a lot faster. Um, yeah. You know, now it, it, we're going to be back to the old uh, get the autograph book out, take a couple seconds to sign it, 
All right, take a picture with the kids. Okay, now, Johnny, you move over here, and Sally, you do this, and you come to this side, and you come over here, and we're going to be back to the, you know, parents that want 63 pictures with the kids. And social distancing was so nice because they just posed, like, one or two times, and they moved on. There was no interaction. It went fast. Um, and, and I think that was a, a benefit of, of the COVID distancing lines with the characters. And, uh, you know, now we're going to go back to the old lines and everyone's going to forget about COVID. Well, so. we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope. That'd be great, actually. Um, I'm going to send it over to Liza. Liza has a fun story about one of our favorite things. Two of our favorite things. Yes. Well, the uh, dates have been announced. And excuse my voice because I, you know, I sound a little raspy. <laughs> I think you sound better, actually. <laughs> I probably, it might be an improvement, but unfortunately like it. it will not stay this way. So <laughs> we're going to enjoy it while, while it lasts. Um, like a lounge singer. Yes. So the dates. smoking a lot. I, I'm a heavy smoker. She's always it's smoking. Very away. heavy. I light one yes. with the other one, and then I just keep it going like a chain. Okay, so dates have been announced for the 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival slash Eat to the Beat on top of the trash can lid. There's like so many things going on, and the best part about it is that it returns on July 14th. So no longer do you have to wait. Until, like, I don't know, September, August, no, July 14th. And the best part about that is, is that I'm going to be there July 18th. And that's going to be great. I'm excited. Oh, and also, another thing that I'm excited about is the Eats of the Beat concert series. Because I'm going to have to make another trip out here. Because October 14th and 15th, Kenny G is going to be there. Oh, God. No. I was just thinking about him earlier today. Exactly. Why? Why? Because he's awful. I don't know. He just popped into my head and I was just like walking around my house and all of a sudden in the back of my mind, I was thinking. He's going to sue us. He's going to knock on my door like next week and go, I heard you were using my song. I doubt it. You know, the biggest fish he has to fry. And then 98 Degrees is October 7th through the 9th for boy bands. If you like the boy bands, they're going to be there. And also the Joey Fatone and oh. Friends. Why do I know that name? He was in, uh, in Back Sync. Back Joey Fatone's Of course. Fatone's yeah. in sync. Yes. Now, so Fatone's, it's basically in sync's going to be there except for Justin. And, and Friends. Oh, well, of course <laughs> so it's Joey Fat One and Friends. November 12th. <laughs> oh, man, that is so sad. I don't know, man. I bet they get a good crowd. I bet somebody fights for those front seats. Oh, they probably. Oh, We're going to need video footage. Okay, excuse me. If you've got a bunch of 50-something-year-old ladies fighting over Rick Springfield seats, you know there are a bunch of, like, 35 to 45-year-olds fighting over, Factory you know, boys. Factory yes. boys. Yeah. It's totally going to exactly. happen. They weren't even on my radar. Like, I would hear them and I'd think, oh, God. But, you know, they're very big with, you know, people younger generations. I'm pretty sure that some of the senior boys had to dance to one of their songs at my prom. I feel like that definitely happened. It was either them or Backstreet Boys. I oh yeah couldn't, yeah I couldn't tell you which one did which songs. Well, I'm they a bad millennial. Ran I'm a bad millennial. They kind of, they kind of ran, ran together. They did. 
who else is there, Liza? Anyone else? Oh, gosh. I mean, there's a lot of the same people, you know, Um, and the concert series is it's presented by Florida Blue Medicare. Oh, great. Thanks for the Medicare. For Blue Cross and Blue I, Shield, for hip that I finally healed. I just have healed. to say that what I'm really hoping is that, you know, like, I just hope the food is good this year. And it's not, like, I feel like food and wine can't compete with Flower and Garden. I feel like Flower and Garden, which I was just there, beautiful, by the way, always. I feel Flower and Garden is so much better. This yeah. year has yeah. Emile's Fromage Montage. Not to be missed. Oh, okay. yeah, that sounds so cute. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's cheese presented multiple ways. And, okay. you know, they also have, they've got seven new marketplaces. Yay. So that's kind of cool. All right. Um, that's exciting. They've got, like, brew, wing, place, lobster landing. Ooh, um, lobster landing. that last year. The yeah, Rotundra Bistro. The Noodle Exchange, which I do remember that, though, because I tried we them had over that. there. Yeah, that was good. I remember it was like a whole meal. We were like, what? Now we're done? I mean, yeah, it was pretty <laughs> big. Yeah, it was a lot. It was um, the honey, the honey one. That one's only at Flower and Garden. That's right? Flower and Garden. Yeah, that one's yeah. only. I love that one. I used to be a diehard like food and wine fan. And I feel like that's because I started with food and wine and I discovered Flower and Garden later. But I think Flower and Garden is better. I really do. I think it's better. Oh, I think it's better. Plus, you have all the beautiful flowers. And I I do have to say that I feel like one of the keys to Flower and Garden, or one of the reasons Flower and Garden is more enjoyable to me, is there are just fewer drunk people. Because food and wine, just by nature of the name and everything else, does attract large groups of people going there just exclusively to drink and act crazy. Well, I think Flower and Garden is typically better just because the weather's nicer. That's yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. You've got the better yeah. weather because we're talking about um, the the months of July through the beginning of no, the early November. Well, you got all the heat, all the rain. I can't even tell you how many times I've had like soggy creme brulee because I've been rained on so much and I had to try to mm-hmm. run to find cover. That is a travesty, soggy creme brulee. Oh, yeah. I'm so upset about it. You get your I money back. think about it. Every time I see a creme brulee, I think about that moment. <laughs> Do you feel really? traumatized? Yeah, I really do. Because I was so ticked uh, off because I kept thinking all day, like, ooh, I can't wait to get that cream brulee. Ooh, girl, I'm going to get that cream brulee. And then I go up to the stand <laughs> and I order my cream. And then you hear, like, the thunder and the and you know those torrential rains when they happen. It's, like, yeah. so it serious. And it was yeah. so that the sugar about three floated. seconds to find cover. Yeah, I, like, disintegrated my stuff. I couldn't even eat it. I was <sighs> shocked. I am, I am excited Nonetheless, and I, I so the only thing that's weird is that, like you said, I mean, like it, it starts like in the middle of July, which is kind of like nobody wants hot cheese on a hundred degree day. Yeah, so, on a trash you know, can. On a trash can, a hot trash can. A hot um, steamy trash can. <laughs> so, so that I think can be a little difficult, but at the same time. I think it does. Like some people are like, oh, there's a festival every month. I'm like, that's what makes it awesome because the World Showcase is fun and everything. But I love the fact that I can go there and there's going to be a fun festival. There's going to be interesting food. I love it. I'm going back Saturday. I know. I'm jealous. So, I don't I don't uh, hate it. I know some people don't like it, but I really mm-hmm. think it's great because that park, you're never going to go hungry. You never have an issue of finding something good to eat in Epcot. Epcot's just known for having great food options 
And I think the festival presents opportunities to get a lot more variety and different things, mm-hmm. and small bites. I mean, I really enjoy it. I don't, I don't hate it. I, I wouldn't even, I'm glad they switched it up a little bit here and there. And cause they do switch the stands up for the different festivals. So that makes it good too. You get like a couple weeks in between, but the stands seem to be permanent. Like they're not going away. So yeah. I guess you just have to learn yeah, to live with that. Well, I don't think they really take that much away from the area. I don't either. Yeah. I really yeah. don't either. I actually like it. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk to Tony. Tony has a fun story. What do you've got? Well, I've got some updates for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind uh, over in Epcot. March has been an incredibly busy month for the attraction. Uh, As you may know, they've been working on it for the past few years. And um, let's see. It is now on the uh, My Disney Experience digital map. When you open up the app, the pavilion is now named um, and it has its new paint scheme. So that is good news. It's also on the Braille map for those of you who are listening to the show who uh, have vision issues and uh, you need to use the Braille map. It is now on uh, that as well. Um, So the the whole story behind the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is that we are going to get the first interplanetary pavilion in Epcot, and it is the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. Xandar, you may remember from the original Guardians of the Galaxy movie, that is where the Nova Corps was headquartered. And uh, the big showpiece in front of the pavilion is a a Xandarian uh, starship, uh, which was erected and uh, lit up uh, this past month. So that is now in place. Some of the construction walls have come down in front of the building, but it's it's pretty cool to see the Novacore Star Blaster, you know, a full scale uh, ship there. Um, And I I think it's, you know, being a Marvel fan, I I think that's pretty cool. Um, They've also announced... Uh, that the gift shop, the Treasures of Xandar, uh, you know, they will be putting a, a gift shop in the pavilion. Uh, so that has got its signage set up. Uh, but most importantly, we've started to see some of the inside of the attraction. Uh, and that is uh, due to Walt Disney Imagineering, the official Disney TikTok account, and Imagineer Zach Ridley's Insta- Instagram account, which is the Zach Ridley. Um, and what they've released over the past month is a look at the queues. Uh, They have also announced the ride height minimum, which is 42 inches uh, for the attraction. Uh, They also announced uh, that there would be no audio animatronics in the ride, which is big. Um, Original designs, some of the original concept art did have audio animatronics, but before the ride uh, was being built, there were rumors that uh, due to budget constraints, they would be taken out. Um, And it has been confirmed now that there are no audio animatronics. Uh, as an audio animatronic fan, that bums me out uh, because I have a fear that there will be an over-reliance on these 4K displays like in the Navi River Journey, um, you know, and, and, and I'm not a fan of the 4K display. I'd rather see a good animatronic. Also, we got the first look at the Galaxarium, which is the Q area, um, which has a very interplanetary appeal to it. You know, there's also been some rumors, uh, and these are unconfirmed at this point, that media previews would begin the first week of May. Um, One of the, uh, I don't know uh, what his role is at Disney, I I think it was a financial guy, uh, actually posted on Twitter um, at the beginning of the month or end of February that the attraction would be opening Memorial Day weekend. Uh, That tweet was quickly removed, um, but uh, rumor is... uh, media previews and the attraction opening on Memorial Day weekend. 
So are you guys excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind? Oh, Can I I've been excited. Oh, yeah, since they announced it, I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. Right. Mm-hmm. You excited? I'm I'm very excited. Um, you know, we, we all know that Peter Quill, before he was uh, taken off of Earth by the Ravagers uh, and Yondu, uh, actually <laughs> did get to visit Epcot with his family. And that's part of the reason why the uh, Zandarian Pavilion was uh, built in Epcot, because it's one of Peter's uh, favorite memories of Earth. Okay. Wow, I I didn't know that that. so much. Chris, just so you know, Peter Quill is from Cartersville, Georgia, right down the road from you. Yes, because, and this is how I figured it out, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where it shows his dad planting the thing that then, like, starts to ooze and take over behind the Dairy Queen. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's in Cartersville, Georgia. That's where he met mom. That therefore, no, he's from Missouri. Well, they filmed it in Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah, no, he's from Missouri. Well, well, then he was conceived in Cartersville, Georgia. No, he was. He, it's all about Missouri, <laughs> the whole darn thing. That's like the whole point. Yeah. I'm claiming him. We have a medallion downtown. I claim him. Do you really? I I, I love those movies. They're really fun. Um, they are so the good. They're my favorites. Yeah. Those are, I'm excited about this ride because this is the movie that got me into the whole Marvel thing. So I'm yeah. really excited for this one. Yeah. Oh, no. And there's one coming out in July. No, it's it's Thor's coming out in July, but I think they'll be in it, right? Is that right, Adam and Tony? Do you guys know? Who cares? It, they couldn't possibly make an appearance. Appearance. Um, the Guardians movie, Guardian 3, comes out, uh, I believe, May 23rd of 2023. Uh, although we will get the Guardians holiday special on Disney Plus just prior to the Christmas season. The Guardians yeah. got people are in the Thor movie. Oh, they are. Okay. Oh, yeah. Excited about that. I don't know how much, but they'll be in there. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds awesome. Um. Okay. And it, it is Missouri. Don't have anybody forget that. Okay. It's for sure in Missouri. Anyway, we quote Guardians of the Galaxy all the time around our house, like all the time. Because <laughs> there's so many quotable lines in those movies. That are the, yeah, they are. Really quote, nobody's quoting Endgame, right? Although I sometimes quote Endgame now that I think about it. Anyway. Okay. I, Chris, let, let me interrupt you. I would just like to give you the ultimate uh, Guardians of the Galaxy quote. It's like a pirate had a baby with an angel. Oh, when, yeah. When when Drax is describing true. Thor. Yeah, that is actually true. Uh, let's move on. We've got hugs. We've got food and wine. We've got, oh, it's time for Adam. Adam's going to tell us about DVC. He was very pumped up. When, when we first got on, Adam was like, I need to talk about DVC. So Uh-oh. Let's go, Adam. Uh, well, specifically, they announced that they will be building a tower at the Polynesian Resort. Um. Now I have done some math and figures. First of all, uh, first of all, the building looks like a I don't know what it looks like, but it looks a lot like the Reflections Resort that they were supposed to build on top of the old River Country land next to Fort Wilderness uh, Campground. Do you think they um, just had a bunch of materials laying around and they were like, hey, we got to repurpose this? I, well, it wasn't materials. It's just like the art. So, but I think so. Yes, I think it was just somebody um, copy pasting the the art that they made for that hotel and yeah. um, and uh, did it for this. Okay, so the artwork it shows a like a seven story building with like a couple wings. It's right on the water. They also announced that they are getting rid of the luau, the Polynesian luau, Good. and and um, most uh, most likely. 
this is going in this place. Now, if you look at a map, an overhead map, there is not a lot of room where the Luau uh, theater dinner show was and where they, I guess, they're going to put this tower. It would be in between the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian. And I did like a, um, I kind of measured out how much space is there. And it is 92,900 square feet, which is about 2.1 acres of land. And for comparison, the greater area of the Grand Floridian DVC uh, building they have is about 2.3 acres. So it's slightly smaller, but the Grand Floridian um, DVC, there's a lot of space around it where this doesn't really have that. I don't know how they're going to fit this in that spot without doing some major changes. And I think if I had to put money on it, they're going to, I think they're going to tear down some of these existing longhouses that are there. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I don't know how they're going to do it without tearing down at least one of the longhouses, the Aurora Tora. I think that's how you say it. Aurora. It's all the way on the, um, the West side of the Polynesian. Um, we don't know how many rooms are going to be there. We don't know what kind of dining. We don't know much detail other than what it might look like based on the concept art and the fact that it's probably going where the Luau was. Um, and it's supposed to open in 2024. Um, I don't know how they're going to build it without closing down the monorail, without possibly adding on to the beach, adding on earth into the water, because there's just not a lot of space there. There's no act. There is no construction access roads there. They'd have to create one and they'd have to somehow get a crane underneath the monorail beam and or they're going to have to like disassemble it to get some a piece of construction equipment into that space. Um, It's that's going to be a lot of work. Um, And if you don't know this, the Polynesian in 1969 concept art, it was supposed to have it was supposed to be like a towered type hotel but then they switched to longhouses for some reason i don't really know why probably because it was cheaper to make but anyway um i don't like the way this thing looks but maybe i'm not the person that uh they're they're trying to sell this to (laughs) i i'm a little disappointed um you know i can see the need for a tower there that's a really popular resort but i mean i think you know we're, we're so used to the way it looks right now I don't know. I, I, I hope they can incorporate it in a way that doesn't really detract from the rest of the resort. Do you know how many floors? Well, based on the artwork that they're showing, I'm counting like a, if you have a bottom floor, which is like restaurants and shops, and then yeah. you got, uh, that would be first floor. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It goes, let's say it goes the highest it goes is eight. Okay. And then it's shorter on the sides. Do you know Kinda what's like interesting? Oh, nice. Well, thank God it's finally cut, right? Do no, I actually haven't cut in a while, but anyway. Do you know what's interesting is that, um, you know, there was a lot of talk about turning some moderate, like sections of moderate resorts into DVC. And so they would have like a lower level of points for booking. And that just doesn't seem to be happening now. So I don't which, think they... Know, I don't think they need to because people keep buying up all this stuff. Which... People keep buying DVC. Do you know yeah. what? It's such an emotional purchase. First of all, 
if you've ever tried to, you could have the worst credit. You could go to Disney with creditors literally hanging on your coattails and you can <laughs> still buy DVC because wow. the interest rate is fairly high. And if you default on it, if you don't pay after the initial payment, um, they just take it back. So it's, it's, they're never going to lose at it because, um, you know, the property is in their hands. Right. And so um, so anybody can buy it and it's a very emotional purchase. And I know when I bought DVC, it was I bought resale, but um, but it was an emotional purchase for me. You know, I, I wanted to own a piece of the mouse. I wanted to have that option of being able to go to Disney whenever, you know, and stand in deluxe when I wanted to. Um, eventually, for us, it didn't work out. You know, if you have five people the one bedrooms, they just don't sleep you comfortably and two bedrooms you're using a ton of points for. So we got rid of it. Um, and I think that was a good decision. And I wasn't crazy about the yearly fees. I was paying like 3,300 in yearly fees. It was a lot of money, but I think for a lot of people, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very appealing. Obviously they keep selling it. So you were looking today, you can't even buy, what was it? You couldn't buy anything, right? Except Riviera. Uh, you can buy, Riviera Alani direct and you can now buy Grand Floridian because they converted one of the existing one of the existing buildings they've just they're converting it now to DVC Mm -hmm. what was the um price on the uh, Grand Floridian Grand Floridian it is you have to buy 150 points that's Mm -hmm. the minimum 200 and actually all three of them are the same price 207 dollars a point Holy cow. So it's over $30,000 for that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's um it's a big math equation. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Well, and that's yeah. why they say it's an emotional purchase and not a finance. It doesn't make financial sense. It really doesn't. In fact, I was talking to one of the agents last night and he was thinking of either booking French Quarter for his family or he was going to book, and there's four of them, but the kids are older, so they're not like little ones. Or he was going to do Bay Lake Tower. But the price difference for a studio of Bay Lake Tower was phenomenal. And you're not even getting two beds. You're getting a fold-out in a bed. So I think I talked him out of it. The rooms are good. They're um, big. Ugh, they they're got nice. a lot of stuff. <laughs> they're great. You got a washer-dryer in the, in the one bedrooms. It's fantastic. Like a house, but you gotta yeah. it, you gotta pay for it if like a house. You, <laughs> let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask everyone a fun question. So tell me what your summer plans are. I want to go around the the room so to say. I'm gonna start with um Adam. Adam, what are your? Oh, I know what yours are. <laughs> What's your summer plan? Well, I, I, uh, on the books, uh, who yes. knows? But in my head, <laughs> on the book. No, I I need to know. Yeah, it, it can be both. Yeah. In my head, I I would I. I'm trying to figure out to take my sister to uh, Disney World after school, which is like the end mm-hmm. of June. Um, if these AP previews work out, I'd love to go there yeah. f- May for Guardians. Um, I have the Star Cruiser booked right now mm-hmm. for au- middle of August. And I'd like to go. I don't know. I'd like to go back in July. I don't I don't yeah. really do longer trips. I'm just kind of doing shorter things. I think all of us are pretty much down there. It's me and Liza are down there. Um, I think Bridget and Mark are down there in July. So you should coordinate with us and come down. 
Um, although I Bridget's all over the place because no none of her family she she made the mistake of opening up options to her family to say what do you want to do and she gave them different options and nobody can decide now so um that's a lesson for everyone oh yeah so what do you do Liza well I like like you said well to start off my summer eventually we'll be going to France for three weeks we we oh Yes, and then are you um, gonna call me while you're there? Yeah, like, you know I'm going to. Shut up! Oh, oh I'll be <laughs> texting you. Oh, that cheese stunk, man. It was bad. Clear the room. <laughs> you're gonna have the best time. I'm very excited for you, and I would love it if you guys. I would love to see um, you guys get to go to Disneyland Paris because I think you would enjoy it quite. Well, a bit. I'm still looking around, seeing about that. Yeah. But um, that when I come back a couple weeks later, we're go- going to Disney World. And doing all that. And then, I mean, I feel like that's a good amount of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. I think that's these kids need to be appreciating things. Uh, yeah, I just had that discussion with one of my kids. Um, not that he wasn't appreciating, but I'm like, do you but still, you are. Yeah, I never did it. I mean, well, I lied because we, we, when I was a kid, I did get to go to Disney World quite a bit, like every summer. So, or sometimes every other summer. But I mean, that's pretty cool. So oh, we never got to go like I can remember I've, I've said this before, like being in the backseat of my grandma's and driving past because they live probably like five, ten miles from Anaheim from Disneyland. I remember yeah. looking and going, look, it's a Disneyland sign. And, you know, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. It's too much money, kid. Keep your head down. Exactly. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, even just once in a lifetime and once in your childhood, I think it's pretty impressive to get to go. It's It's amazing. So. Um, God, we're nerds. Um, okay, Tony, what are you doing? Um, I am ending April and beginning May with a quick uh, adults-only trip down to uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, oh my this, gosh, when are you yeah. going to be there? April 30th through May 4th. Oh, that's too. a great time to go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'm going down to see a friend of mine who listens to the show. Hello, Melissa. Nice. Uh, and then June and July are going to be very quiet. Um, August is one week at the Outer Banks, uh, and then a five-day, four-night, five-day cruise on the Disney Wish. Oh, that's exciting. What kind of room did you book? Uh, we have a veranda. Oh, nice. Nice. Now, that was, oh, because that was rescheduled. That's right. Now, did you use your 50% off that they gave you for that, or are you going to use it for something else? I have not uh, used it yet, but I believe we are going to use the okay. 50% discount on, on this cruise. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's super expensive. Well, not yeah. you know, we, we could have used it towards um, like Alaska or something, but we, we just can't fit Alaska in over the course of the next 13, 14 months before everything expires. So we'll just use it on this one. Yep. Um, okay, I'll go. So I this is what happens when you have a lot of gift cards and a lot of canceled trips. And in some cases, gift cards were purchased to pay for the rest of the trip. So I, I had an Adventures by Disney booked for summer. I was very excited about it um, for the whole family, for all five of us. And we ended up moving that to next summer because I thought things were a little weird in Europe. And I thought, I don't want to bring all five of us. Um, So I changed that to an Alaska cruise on DCL. So I'm doing that. Then I'm going to Disneyland to make up for the fact that I'm spending time with my sister-in-law. I told my husband also because I have to be around like nature. Um, So I told my husband, like, I need to go to L.A. So that's what we're doing. Going to Disneyland for a few days after that. When I come back, I'll be home for four or five days 
Turns out I got an opportunity to go on the Danube. So I'm going to do the Danube ABD and I'm taking my daughter. Um, so it's going to be, and I think that's going to be sweet, you know, because she's really nice um, to be around. She's a sweet child. So, so that'll be nice. Um, that's nice. Your daughter is nice to be around. <laughs> so I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm not one of those, I'm, I'm totally not one of those mothers who brag about their kids. Like people will go, Oh, such and such. And I'm like, you know, okay. You know, cause I don't know. It's just like some weird thing with me, but yeah, no, she's great. Anyway, then I'm coming back and I'm going on the wish. I got invited to a wish preview. Um, it's on the 10th of July. So it's right before it cruises. And um, I'm taking one of our agents, Rachel, who's on the show sometimes. And then I come back and then we have like a little like quick before school starts in Disney with all of us meeting up. So that's my summer. I'm excited. I don't even know what I'm thinking, planning all that. But again, I had a lot of Disney gift cards, so I had to use them somewhere. You had a ton of Disney oh gift God. cards. I would like to have that problem one day. Oh, Ever God, it was ridiculous. Well, you know, because it was so in March of 20, maybe February 2020, I bought all these gift cards to pay for two cabins on a cruise and to pay for a Disneyland trip. And I've just been moving. And like, it, I, I would do it again because I like to save that 5%, but I think um, it requires a lot of organization. So, in fact, I found one. You and I were on the phone. I found one. I was like, oh, I didn't even know there was money on here because it's hard to keep up with them, you know. Yeah. Um, I like to keep I, them in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. I was keeping them in a Tupperware container. Well, that should so. be fine. Yeah. That is the most <laughs> mom thing that you could say. I know, right? Oh, I <laughs> Tupperware? Keep them in yeah. a Tupperware. But, but are they also <laughs> in the fridge? <laughs> the, oh gosh, my mom probably would leave them in the fridge. Because you want to keep that magnetic strip cold. Wait a minute, seriously? No, not at all. Oh. <laughs> oh. Here's the deal with Tony. Tony always knows stuff. So I thought, well, of course he, he, that's he's telling the truth, right? So I don't know. I've <laughs> gone a lot, but you know I can work anywhere, and I think it'll just be fun. It's kind of like the two months of revenge travel. I feel like so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And I just want to spend some time with the kids, you know, speaking of which, so I'm going to stop podcasting. I, I was going to, um, I, I should have a better segue into this, but I've been podcasting for 12 years and I'm just tired. Um, and I also think, you know, when you're doing this and I know you guys know this, you take time away from their family. And in this job, I'm working really a lot. And so I needed to cut something, um, loose, but I also feel like Tony and Liza and Miranda and Adam and everybody else who's on the show, I think you guys can have a lot more fun without me. Because of my job, I kind of don't want to make anybody upset. And so I'm always telling these guys not to say certain things. So I think it might be fun for you guys to have a little more like leeway, to have stronger opinions, perhaps. So, um, so I'm not going to podcast. I am going to come back. Um, if they'll have me on occasionally and talk about like, I want to talk about the wish um, and uh, oh, yeah. also the adventures by Disney, which I think is cool. Oh yeah. Um, that's so cool. I can't wait till you do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for it. You know, I'm going to be sending mm. you so many pictures. It's going to be obnoxious. Yes. So. Well, I'm excited so, for that. Me too. Yeah, so I think you guys will have a lot of fun and I will enjoy my Thursday nights again. Um, it has been a very long 12 years. So, and I believe this is the point in the show where we now present you with the big bouquet of roses and start the blooper oh, clip. Thank you. 
you. Thank you. Lifetime if, if achievement. If there were a Bluebird clip, it would be so bad. It would because, be. <laughs> yeah. We would have to bleep it all out, right? Right. Well, I mean, that's the other <laughs> thing is I'm always going, take that out, take that out. Oh, God, take that out. So, yeah, that would be horrible. Um, but, yeah, and I mean, Tony, you did such an awesome job of leading the show. And the other, y'all are also, um, you know, informed. Well, anyway. I've learned I've learned from the best. That's oh, right. Dang. Was that our old bosses? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I listen to Jim Hill every week. I've I've learned so much from him. Oh, oh my gosh! I listen to those guys religiously. I love them. They're like family. All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Tony so he can close out the show. Thanks, Chris. I'd like to remind our listeners that, as always, our podcast is sponsored and will continue to be sponsored by Main Street and More Travel, an authorized Disney vacation planner. You can check out their website, MainStreetMoreTravel.com. Request a quote and let Chris and her team plan your family's next vacation. You can find us on all sorts of social medias. Just search on the Mouse and More podcast. And on behalf of Chris, Liza, Miranda, and Adam, this is Tony, and we are the Mouse and More podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.